Coming down to South Florida, Isles of Klesbos, first Friday evening at the Arts Garage on the 19th and on Saturday at the Moss Center in South Miami. And on the line with me is Eve Sicular uh, with the Isles of Klesbos. What are, what are you with the Isles of Klesbo, Eve? And first, welcome to WLRN. Thank you for having us. Well, I'm I'm the band leader. I'm the drummer. I'm the founder of Isle of Klesbos, and we are uh, just happy to be coming back to Florida. Well, congratulations, because it's been 25 years since you started the band, uh, and you started yes. in, in New York City. Tell me about how you got the name, the Isle of Klesbos. Well, I also am the band leader for a group that is actually now in our 30th year, which is Metropolitan Klezmer. And then, you know, the women I was playing with in Metropolitan Klezmer, it just seemed like a really natural thing that we would have this all-sister sextet. And I was, you know, literally here in this very same apartment where I've been in Manhattan living a long time. And that name just, uh, Isle of Clusbo sort of floated up in one of those moments where you're not quite having a nap and good ideas come to you. So uh, we've had three albums. This is our third one called Yiddish Silver Screen, which is because uh, even back in the earlier days of Metropolitan Klesbos and Isle of Klesbos, I had been a film archivist and curator at a number of places, including the Museum of Modern Art. I was the assistant to the curators for a landmark retrospective of Yiddish cinema uh, and also becoming a band leader. And so over the years, I have actually noticed in a bunch of really wonderful movies, some of them very obscure, some of them quite well known, songs that people just appeared either not to have really noticed or certain verses within a song. Um, and so our uh, wonderful bass player, Dave, from Metropolitan Klesmer, his spouse, Lynn Tillman, said to me once, you know, you should just do an album of those songs you're adapting from the Yiddish cinema because, you know, that's a really interesting array of music. And that stuck with me. So we've been uh, happy to put this out in time for the the silver anniversary year of Isle of Klesbos is also Yiddish Silver Screen launch for the album. Well, Eve, what came first, a musician drummer or a museum curator? Well, musician drummer, yes. Uh, but back in college, which is the same time that I first heard Klesmer music, um, I did a thesis on a really interesting woman filmmaker who created, it was a new thing then, to create films entirely from found footage like newsreels, like home movies. She was an editor and she made these feature long films. So I wrote about her and that led indirectly to my job at the Museum of Modern Art. But by the time I worked at Museum of Modern Art and then later at the uh, YIVO Institute where I was the curator of film and photo collections, I was already doing klezmer music and really into Yiddish. I had studied Russian earlier. So that was also helpful. And of course, you know, my bat mitzvah Hebrew and my mother's family's uh, Viennese German. So that it was all coming together. And the, the two sides of the family, the two Jewish sides from the more Yiddish Odessa roots and the not so favorable to Yiddish Viennese sides all combined for me to learn a lot more about my family. Eve Sickler is on the line uh, and the Isles of Klesbos is going to be in South Florida first Friday at the Arts Garage in Delray Beach on Friday the 19th of January and Saturday on the 20th they'll be at the Moss Center at 8.30 in South Miami. And Eve... Let's listen to a song from the new album. Tell me about Abi Gesund. 
Well, there is, of course, a very famous version, uh, which we also play, which is Molly Picant's theme song and the verses that she took from 1938 on. She made a film, which was kind of the follow-up to her big hit, Yield Me and Fiddle, from 1936. And then she made this film, Mamala, and that's where Abiga Zent is best known. And then she played it, you know, for however many hundreds of shows over decades, including her Maxwell House Radio Hour. Michael, I'm sure you know she also <laughs> had a radio show. <laughs> so Abiga Zent, which means so long as you're healthy, wonderful song, wonderful swing tune that we play a lot. But in the original movie, there's a whole verse that gets uh, very much overlooked and it's very topical. And she's at the ironing board in this one part of the song where she's singing all about the heartbreak symptoms, which apparently can also involve people really having difficulty with the health of their lungs and their breathing. And so it's all this different stuff. And of course, that was the era before people had a cure for tuberculosis, but there was also all this kind of folk wisdom about, you know, how maybe consumption was also from people who were so lovelorn, they weren't taking care of themselves. So she sings all about that. So we decided to do an arrangement all about that sort of scarier, spookier part of the Molly Pecan song, Abigazent. So we call it Abigazent, Molly's Cautionary Tale. And the two people singing in this, like a bunch of tracks we have on this new album, have wonderful guest singers, in addition to our own amazing vocalist, uh, who is Melissa Fogarty. But this track is gonna have the great harmonies of Rachel Weston and Annie Cohen, both people from London who were spending number of years here in New York City, and we all got to know each other from the Yiddish scene. But little did I know they first blended their voices when they were in choir together in London in high school. But neither one of them were into Yiddish yet, so it was just the proper time to have this studio time with them. Here is the Isles of Cosmos. Isles of Klesbos from their new album, Yiddish Silver Screen. And Isles of Klesbos is coming to South Florida Friday the 19th at the Arts Garage in Delray Beach and Saturday at the Moss Center in South Miami. Do you have to know Yiddish to come to your concert to understand the songs? Well, we have so much great repertoire that's instrumental as well. So even if you're not knowing too much about klezmer, you like... If you like Yiddish tango, you're going to love this show. If you like klezmerenge, if you like klezmer cumbia, if you're into swing, we have some very, very strong um, soloists who are just also fantastic jazz players and reggae stars and all this kind of stuff. But we have really, I, I know it's cliche, but we do have something for everyone. Would you call that modern klezmer? I think klezmer's all, always been an eclectic music form, you know, a lot of forms that we think of, just like languages that we think of, you know, they interact all the time. So there's, there's, I wouldn't say fusion, because I think that's been interpreted in a different way. But there's definitely a wonderful blend that happens as cultures influence each other. Are you attracting all the audiences, all the kinds of audiences that you're looking for? Oh, yeah, we have a really nice time, like, especially when we play something like you know, a festival where there's a lineup of so many different genres, you know, then everybody gets to show off in, in, in every kind of facet. And yeah, because there's a lot of great traditional folkloric klezmer in our 
repertoire as well. I mean, you can't miss that. So, um, and then we get to go off in all these kind of different stratospheric uh, tangents and they all, they all come back as great music. So it's interesting how you're also bringing back the music of these old classic Yiddish movies that I really didn't even know existed. Yeah. I mean, and I feel very lucky because as I, uh, have worked on things like the Yiddish New York film festival, um, and, you know, been at Evo, I've really gotten to see a number of things that even in this age of, you know, YouTube and so much digital media, some of these are still pretty hard to access. Um, there are films like a 1980 uh, film with a Yiddish soundtrack from Belgium, you know, which is called Brussels Transit and um, wonderful song. That was a huge challenge, actually. You know, fortunately for me, I was kind of in a collective for the festival. So there were people to help translate the really idiomatic kind of esoteric parts of it, but it's, oh, just a wonderful, very poignant song. And that one is interpreted on the album by Yelena Schmulensen, who's another great guest and friend of ours, who's, you know, if you've seen the the Yiddish prologue to the Coen Brothers uh, <laughs> Serious Man, you've seen Yelena in her, in her, you know, acting persona, but she's also a wonderful, soulful vocalist. Do you think you're uh, a responsibility, not a responsibility, but are you are you keeping the tradition of klezmer music alive? I think there's so many great players right now uh, who have wonderful devotion to not only the repertoire but also the ornamentation. You know the real feel of it. So the beauty for us is that having done this, you know, uh, basically in our case since the '90s. But you know, I really was starting to listen more in that earlier revival phase of the '80s when you still had players who really grew up around so many people who knew this from Europe, you know, from Eastern and Central Europe. So there's this way that you can have it in your ears differently, I think, when you've heard that. But of course, there's so many great recordings also from older times. I think it is really important, though, for people to to be able to listen to native speakers and even, you know, what I would call sort of people who grew up around it, you know, in old in older times um, and then you have a launching pad to wherever you want, but good not to just take it off the page. Eve Sickler of the Isles of Klezbos, the Klezmer bands that's coming down Friday the 19th to the Arts Garage in Delray Beach, and Saturday they're playing uh, Saturday evening the 20th at the Moss Center in South Miami. Eve, tell me about Oscular Taxim in America. Well, okay, so... Uh, there's there's a song which is known in cultures, literally different versions of the melody everywhere from Bosnia to Bangladesh. Uh, in Klezmer, it's been known as Turk in America for a long time, and it's very close to a song from Turkish um, repertoire called Üsküdar. I guess that is the name of a, a neighborhood. Uh, you know, I've never been to Istanbul, but apparently it's a very pleasant place. And so on the one hand, Metropolitan Klezmer has played that, as have many Klezmer bands for decades now. And we have a particularly nice recording of it, of Turk in America, that's preceded by an improvisation on the, on the accordion by Ismail Butera, one of my founding bandmates of uh, Metropolitan Klezmer. <clears throat> and so we call that the Uskudar Taksim. Taksim is the name of a kind of improvisatory uh, piece that someone would, would play. So it's a it's a nice medley, Uskudar Taksim going into Turk in America. And by the way, Turk in America, I love to tell people this. Um, back in the day, Eartha Kitt recorded a novelty 45, also called Uskudara. So if you know it from the jukebox, this is not going to be that. But yes, it's the same 
essential tune. Eve Sikular, thank you so much. Great talking to you and looking forward oh, to your visit then here. Thank you, Michael. And we really hope to see lots of people at our shows down there. It's a pleasure to be returning to Florida from chilly Manhattan, believe me. From their latest album, Yiddish Silver Screen, here is Isles of Klesbos. <laughs> 